Hi, my babies. I know you all love listening to my voice every week, and I love each and every one of y'all for tuning in with me, but I would be remiss if I didn't shout out Spotify for podcasters. They allow me to record and edit all in one app. They have user-friendly tips and tricks, and they really just make it easy for a new podcaster like me. So if you're looking to start your own podcast, or maybe you're just looking for a new podcast to tune into, I highly recommend Spotify for podcasters. Welcome to Pretty Girl Vibes Podcast. I'm your host, Ali Michelle, and whoever you are, I love you already. If you're new to this podcast, hi, hello, and welcome. Nothing is off limits here, and you can count on me to run my mouth on just about anything. So relax wherever you are listening to this and enjoy my voice for the duration of this episode. Hello, hello, and welcome the fuck back. I have missed y'all. I actually really look forward to recording every week. No bullshit. Especially because I'm starting to get more comfortable talking, and I feel like in my eyes, in my opinion, I'm adding a little bit more substance than I was before. So it is currently Sunday. We are on week four of a record and upload in the same day. I probably won't upload this until like later on this evening um, or tonight. My brother is visiting me today. He had to come pick some stuff up and he's going to stay and watch my apartment while I'm gone. Um, Because we got a Louisiana on Wednesday. I'm so fucking excited. So I can't guarantee that I'll have an episode next Sunday. It, it's giving Monday. So um, because we're driving. So we're going to drive down late Wednesday night so we can get there um, to register and stuff for the conference on Thursday. And then we'll be back Sunday. But I know after doing all that traveling and obviously drinking and partying and whoop, 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 I'm not going to want to record when I get back because I'm one of those bitches that has to unpack everything when I get back from a trip to feel like I'm back on track. But the good thing is, is I am off. I took Monday off. So not this, like not tomorrow, but the Monday that I get back from my trip. So I'll have time to kind of regroup and kind of treat that as my Sunday reset. So I'm so excited for that. I can't wait to come back and tell y'all next week, like how my trip went, what I learned, because it's for a conference, but I'm treating it as like a little mini vacay because I've never been to New Orleans. I've passed through Louisiana, like when we used to go to North Carolina, um, but I've never actually been to Louisiana, let alone New Orleans. So I'm so fucking excited. And it's, we're doing a kind of like a Mardi Gras theme. So I'm excited about that. But y'all guess what? So y'all know how I said I never told my man about my podcast. I didn't tell him the name. I literally told him like it's public. Well, the Instagram is public. So if you find the Instagram, you find my podcast on Apple and Spotify. Lo and behold, this nigga found my shit. Y'all, we have been infiltrated. God damn. I thought I was going to at least make it six months without him figuring it out. But he literally told me like he kept pressing me about it one night. He's like, what's the name of it? What's the name of it? And then I'm one of the bitches like. I think everything is set up. Like, you know, I told y'all, I think everybody set me up. So like, I literally wasn't giving him no clues. I'm like, look, if you find it, you find it. The Instagram is public. Obviously the podcast platform is public. So if you find it, you find it. <sighs> he stayed up one night and found it. And not only did he listen to it, but he let two of his cousins listen to it. His cousin and a friend. No, I think it's two cousins. And I don't know if they was just boosting my head because they didn't want to hurt my feelings or what, but they said it was it was decent. Mind you, he only listened to like one episode, and y'all clearly know what episode he listened to because 
the title of it literally said new year new man and he's the only nigga i've dealt with like in the last six months so obviously he wanted to go boost his little ego so he went and listened to that one whoop 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 and he just whatever so we've been infiltrated <sighs> welcome to the gang um so this week i want to talk about regaining my confidence i think a lot of people um a lot of people kind of took what I said about working out and stuff for like my physical well-being um and they kind of were more interested in finding out like okay bitch but like how you know what I mean like it's one thing to like do the work but how do you feel confident especially since I grew up not the most popular not the most attractive not the center of attention like wasn't the go-to which you know it's cool whatever because I feel like God knew not to make me fine until I got grown and um my grown woman what like overall just is I just feel like that bitch like you can't tell me that I'm not and so um I think it's taken a lot for me to get here and so that's what we're gonna get into today so first things first um in regaining my confidence I really have had to like focus on myself and focus on things that I like about myself so I really had to like do a deep dive and figure out like okay bitch beyond the physical what don't you like about yourself what are your insecurities because I will always stand 10 toes behind other people don't make me insecure but I make myself insecure like I'm not big on comparing myself to other people especially women like I love women I love uplifting women I'm a girl's girl I'm not a hater I don't get like I'm not the jealous type so if any insecurities it has more to do with something personal that I don't like about myself because you know they say a lot of times like when you are jealous of someone or you're insecure um about yourself because somebody else made you insecure nine times out of ten it's something that you are already insecure about but you're trying to project it onto them as if they're the root cause of it. and it's just like no bitch you just might not like that about yourself or you just might not like yourself in general and that's fine you know what I mean like that's cool because I spent a lot of time not liking myself and not liking what I saw in the mirror but now oh bitch I think I am the best thing since sliced bread do I have room for improvement absolutely I think we all do and no one's perfect but I have come such a long way physically mentally emotionally than when I did before and when I let other people's opinions and like thoughts about me really deter how I felt about myself it made me really feel like shit about myself at the end of the day and I don't talk about it a lot because it's like I feel like I give this very overly confident persona but it's just like no a bitch's feelings was really hurt like and like I told you in the past like I've always felt like I've been surrounded by beautiful women and I feel like I've always looked up to them but to now be quote-unquote the person that someone like is looking at or I'm the center of someone's attention or somebody picks me out from a crowd or somebody wants to talk to me yes it's like surface level and it's the physical but y'all gotta understand like I didn't have that growing up like that's not the type of attention that I got and I've talked about that before and so yes that adds to my confidence but it started to make me really think like okay what are they seeing that I'm not seeing about myself like obviously there's something about me that is attracting certain people whether it's platonic, romantic, whatever, male, female, everything in between, what is it about me that is attracting people? And it wasn't like, like, cause at first I'm like, okay, it's like a hit or miss type of thing. Like, okay, I might be, I might be cute, but like somebody's not going to just come up to me 
like I say, and pick me out a crowd of people. But now I'm I, I get a lot of attention. I'm not gonna lie, y'all. Like I get a lot of attention, and I'm not saying that to sound like conceited or whatever because everybody that knows me knows that I am far from it but I have almost had to like trick myself into being conceited to figure out what the fuck do you like about yourself Allie like what is it about you that you like and so literally one day I was talking to my man and we were trying to figure out what it was that he liked about me like what attracted him to me but then I was like no I was like look really looking at myself like no what is it what about me is attractive physically let's start there and so I figured out what on my physical being that I liked yes I picked myself apart whatever I've talked about having body dysmorphia so I mean yes and then like my imposter syndrome kicks in every once in a while it's just like why or how am I living the life that I'm living what have I done to deserve the blessings and like the overflow of thing good things that happened to me and it's just like bitch you did the work like when I look back on it it's like no I really stuck to my plan and even though I went off course you know a little bit or you know shit shit came up it's like you you put in the work so why are you questioning that like why it's almost as if like I'm questioning God's blessings and questioning the good things that are happening happening to me when it's like but you laid the groundwork at the end of the day like he put you in a position to do that so you could be where you are now yes we have a very long way to go and yes there's always room for improvement but bitch you're literally in the middle of a fucking blessing and you're literally in the middle of the lifestyle and the things that you've always said that you wanted so why are we picking it apart instead of fucking enjoying it and I think that's one of the things that I say when I say I want to be 24 years old like I turned 25 this summer I want to be the typical mid-20s female in a big city you know what I mean like I want to be that because it's like I've spent all this time trying to pick apart why me and it's like but why not you know what I mean and so I say all that to say like I really had to focus and give myself a lot of attention to figure out okay what do you like about yourself so I started with the physical I started with the emotional I started with the the mental like the whole everything that makes me who I am like I picked myself apart and I finally figured out like what I like about myself because now I feel like it makes me that much more confident or when people say like oh well you give this overly confident or or like you command a room without saying anything and it's like I had to see that for myself and I use it to my advantage in a lot of settings and I literally will trick myself into like being overly confident it's like nobody knows what I don't know but they also don't know what I do know and if you know what I mean like if I'm going into a room full of new people like I want to give them set that groundwork of like okay who the fuck is she really like what does she bring to the table and so I really had to sit with myself and figure out how do I do that like how do I give that off and eventually like I started to believe it it's just like no bitch this is actually who you are you're no longer faking it this is you and I need you to realize it and be confident in that because other people are looking at you like you're this overly confident person, but little do they know behind closed doors, like you're questioning who you are. You're questioning what you bring to the table. You're questioning what type of vibe you give off when you're around people. But at the end of the day, like you, like I know who I am. I know that I exude confidence most of the time. And so I had to really like, 
believe that 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 was real like that's not just a persona like Allie that's you and that's fine and so I will say that's what I started with um and then I like I would do things that would uplift me like you see a lot of the things like on the internet and stuff and like soft girl era and this girl era and whoop doop doop and I love that I'm not knocking no bitch for like really tuning in on that but sometimes it doesn't fit. Like sometimes, you know, like there's the, that, there was like the that girl air or the it girl air. And it's like, mm, but maybe I don't identify with that quote unquote era in the time that it's being, you know, popularized. So I had to find things that I like to do. I like, I really do enjoy being alone. I like being outside. It It does wonders for my anxiety. So I had to start doing things that, felt good for me and poured into me and made it aesthetic for me like yeah it might not be the popular thing to do or it might not be the aesthetic thing to do in that you know environment or that time period on the internet but I mean I'm it's uplifting me so I'm gonna make it aesthetic to my life and so when I learned to do stuff like that I promise y'all it was like oh it made a world of fucking difference like I started to really enjoy being by myself and getting to know myself because now it's like like I have a new person in my life romantically like when I meet new people when I meet new girls or like I'm trying to connect with different people like professionally socially all of the things it's like I I know what I can give or like provide or I I know what I'm trying to say, but it's not coming out right. But basically doing the things that I love allows me to love others. And I've said that before. So really figuring out what I like, kind of like what I was saying, bringing to the table, figuring out what I like and what pours into me allows me to pour into other people and give them the true experience of what it is to be around me or have me in your life, whether it's platonic, romantic, um, if you're just an associate, if you're a close friend, like anything. And so I really advocate for spending time alone. Like, yes, I love being around my girls. Yes, I love being around my man. Yes, I love being around my my family. But at the end of the day, like I have to recharge in order to be that person to those people. Because in every person's life that is in my life, I play a different role. And sometimes that can be exhausting. Like this weekend, um, if you listen to last week's episode, I said, oh shit, my bad y'all. I'm sitting in my closet because my brother's here and I don't know why I'm like still kind of shy. Like I know he listens to my podcast and like he always asks me about it, but I was like, I'm going to go sit in my closet and record. I'll be back. And he was like, bro, okay. But um, anyway, so um, like y'all know, I, this past weekend, I went to spend time with my man um, for his birthday and I'm not gonna lie y'all like I'm drained and it's not even because I'm drained because I was with him or like that we did so much but it's just like I'm so used to spending time alone that having to put energy and effort into like spending quality time with someone else is a lot for me sometimes especially because I haven't been used to it like y'all I think I was single for a year before him and I started really talking and now that you know we're kind of progressing somewhere it's like okay no bitch you're gonna have to put in that much more effort in order like if this is what you're wanting to do you're gonna have to meet him halfway or like meet him where he's at and that's gonna require less alone time and more quality time with him which thus takes a little bit more energy and so I've been so tired today y'all like I had so as soon as I got to 
Colleen Friday, I had sorority stuff to do. Um, like literally all night I saw him that night and then went to bed super late, woke up the next morning cause I had to run errands for my trip this week. But then me and him had our pedicure, um, appointment and then we went out to lunch and then we spent some time together. Like we pretty much spent all of Saturday yesterday. Yes. All of Saturday together. And then I saw him, oh, he spent the night, but then I saw him this morning before I left. And it's just like, as much as that seems like sociable and it's like, and I did enjoy myself. That's not what I'm saying. It's just like, it took a lot. It took a lot out of me. And then it's like, my brain never shuts off. So as soon as I got back today, like I had to come back and get unpacked from this little weekend trip to now I have to pack for a major trip out of the state while also, you know, trying to record my podcast. And I still got to get my nails done tomorrow. I still have to go to work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I still have to get my apartment, you know, cleaned up for my brother to be here next week. So it's just like, it's almost as if I drain myself before I even do anything. So it makes me want to be by myself, if that makes sense. And so spending time alone is just high recharge all the time. And so like today I've just been laying around. I do, I did have to unpack. I'm washing some clothes now. Um, I need to meal prep this week because I'm doing like kind of like a cleanse. Um tomorrow Tuesday and Wednesday to get ready for my trip because I as of Friday I was three pounds shy of my goal weight before I leave um and so I'm just trying to reset for the week I know I have a busy week coming up and yeah it's just it's just a lot that goes into being me and I feel like this like it doesn't seem like any of this has anything to do with gaining my confidence but this is part of it. This is the behind the scenes to what everyone else sees. It's like, no, Allie is tired. Allie needs a break. Allie needs time to herself. I I haven't even too much answered a phone call today. Like, and answering text messages sometimes is so fucking draining. So, but going back to being alone, like, um, when I was in Colleen, um, right before I moved to Houston, I was starting to go on a lot of solo dates, like to the movies or, like my um my last job before this one I only worked 4 days so I worked Monday through Thursday so on Fridays if I had time off for my internship or even if I had time within my internship I would go take myself on a solo date I would go to lunch I would go run errands I would get dressed up for myself I would kind of like have the day to myself so even though like I was doing stuff I was enjoying doing it by myself and figuring out okay like it's okay that to be by yourself. I made it okay to be by myself. I made it comfortable to be by myself. And so I advocate for solo dates. There's nothing wrong with it. I love it. And even being in a bigger city, like I think solo dates are, dare I say, aesthetically pleasing because like you literally are just enjoying yourself. You know how like, I don't think people realize how strong minded or like strong willed you have to be to really enjoy being by yourself. People like to make They like to equate being alone to being lonely, and that's not the case. I feel like it's two different ideas. It's two different feelings. I like to be alone, but I don't feel lonely doing it because I'm enjoying my own company. Like, I'm still doing stuff. It's just with me and not with someone else. And that adds to my confidence because it's like, if I can go out and do this stuff on my own, like, I can go out and get dressed up on my own and do things that might make me uncomfortable You can't make me uncomfortable. You can't bring me down in any way, shape, form, or fashion because it's like I'm comfortable with myself. 
So I don't need your validation. Clearly, if I'm out here popping my shit by myself, and I say this all the time, like when different men and stuff would say, oh, well, I can't do this for you. I can't do, I can't do that for you. Okay, but I'm not asking you to because whether or not you do, it's still going to get done because I've been doing it. And that's why I've always said like, Yes, I'm high maintenance in some aspects, but I've been the one maintaining it. So I don't see the problem with it. I'm not asking you to maintain it. Would it be nice? Absolutely. Is it still going to get done if you don't? 1000%. And so I learned that doing solo dates. I go get my nails done by myself. I go get my feet done by myself. I go, I get waxes. Obviously you do that by yourself. I go get my eyebrows done by myself. I do get my hair done. Like I enjoy time to myself so that I can, like I can feel what it what it's meant to be confident in who I am and what I do for myself and what I what I pour into myself which I think then in turn exudes this level of confidence to the outside world because it's just like oh she's popping her shit by herself so like she gotta be that bitch and in all reality I am I think that I am I'm always gonna say that I am and I would also take like workout classes by myself. When I got into spin, I was doing it by myself. Like, yeah, me and my mom would go to the gym together, but she would be like on the opposite side of the gym and I'm in a spin class by myself. I have a line sister that goes to um, F45 out here in Houston by herself. I don't know what it is, but I like to work out by myself anyway. Or if I'm going to work out with somebody, we don't necessarily have to have the same workouts. Or even if we do, we don't have to work out together. We can just work out with each other like in the same vicinity like if I go to the gym with my mom she'll go do her workout I'll go do my workout and we'll meet back you know at the front or at the car or um the gym that we went to had like massage beds and stuff so we would meet and do the massages together and leave together so there's a way for me to be around you and still do stuff alone but because we're coexisting it's to me that's like quality time and so that's another reason like another way that I learned to really be confident in my fitness journey and my wellness journey and my overall health because it's like okay I'm doing this on my own I'm working out by myself like I'm relying on me especially now that I'm in Houston I wake up on my own I get my ass to the gym on my own I get up and get dressed in the morning on my own the motivation discipline comes from me at 4 30 in the morning Monday Tuesday Thursday Friday every week so there's just those are just like little things that I would say doing small things by myself that make me feel confident going to the gym by myself makes the physical me feel good doing my makeup and going out and running errands makes my emotional side feel good going out on solo dates and going outside and enjoying time by myself like either on my balcony or I have a rooftop pool or when I lived um, with my mom like going to the park just in the middle of the day really catered to my emotional and my mental health and so those little those little activities should I say while though they seem very trivial they added so much to my confidence because it's like I'm doing the shit by myself I'm comfortable with me so I I'll be damned if I let someone else or somebody else's perception or opinion or whatever of me bring down my confidence like you cannot make like when I was younger I knew that I wasn't the most attractive I knew that I wasn't the center of attention I wasn't a pick me bitch like I just wasn't and I purposely would try not to make myself the center of attention but I would overcompensate with like my personality so now I feel like I'm the opposite now that I am attractive and I do feel confident in how I look and 
the type of aura and vibe that I give off to other people, I'm very reserved. I'm very private. I want to be alone. Like, I don't want to be the center of attention because it's like what I thought I wanted isn't what came to fruition. Like, when they say everything glitter and gold, like, some attention I've gotten is not always positive. And sometimes it can damn near get annoying because it's like, I know that you're not giving me a compliment or I know that you're not quote unquote hit me up because you want to really get to know me it's more about the physical and when I was younger that would have like really boosted my confidence but now it's like no like I've worked on my physical I've worked on my mental I've worked on my emotional so I'll be damned if I let anybody come in with their surface level energy and bring me down in any shape form or fashion so that's another thing that I had to get away from like asking people their opinions I honestly don't care if I genuinely cared about your opinion yes I would ask you but for the most part like I don't give a fuck y'all yes y'all you know y'all are gang y'all are my babies I really thoroughly appreciate your opinions your thoughts the whole nine but like I talked about before you if you don't know me to know me then you can't give me any type of advice, any type of guidance, anything like that. And I genuinely take heed to it because it's like, you don't know me. You're looking at the surface. I'm taking advice from people who actually know me as a person, who have seen me grown over the years, who actually know what I struggle with on a day-to-day basis. People who really genuinely take an interest in what the fuck I got going on. And so I typically won't ask people their opinion because in all honesty, I don't give a fuck, but I let people know that like, I don't care. Or if I do ask you your opinion, it's more of like, I kind of just want some insight, but I might not, I might not take it anywhere beyond surface level. It's just like, I want to know what you're thinking or, you know what I mean? Like stuff like that. So getting away from that, I think also boosted my confidence as well, because it's like, I'm no longer relying on what other people think of me. I'm having to rely on Ali, what do you think about yourself? How do you think this should go? What do you think about this? Fuck what everybody else is saying, because at the end of the day, it's just you. Or at the end of the day, this is your life. So what do you think? Let's go with that. And then maybe ask an opinion if you're still stuck or you're still questioning stuff. You know what I mean? And that led me into a lot of positive self-talk and like practicing not self-sabotaging because I felt like I would do that a lot. And that's where the imposter syndrome would, would kick in. It's like, everything is going good but then I'm sitting there like okay but wait something bad is gonna happen or what if this or what if that and it's just like why are we living in the what if okay just like the way that you say what if this goes wrong okay but what if it goes right then what let's look at that because you can come up with a million scenarios of something going wrong but what would it look like if it went right and I'm starting to understand that because it's like the things that I'm in the middle of the blessings that I'm living in right now at one point were just what ifs and it's just like you're so stuck on what if it doesn't work and you're not paying attention to the fact that everything that you wanted and you planned for yourself it might not have come to fruition on time or when you planned for it but it came on God's time and it's almost as if you're questioning him like what if he doesn't come through for you and it's like he always has you're literally in the middle of something that he came through for you with and so 
for every negative thought that I have, I come up with like a rebuttal or like a positive and I answer the positive instead of focusing on the negative. And it almost tricks me into this like delusional thinking. And I was just telling my best friends that the other day, anytime that I really feel myself getting down or I feel like I'm self-sabotaging about a certain situation or something that's going on in my life, I literally will trick myself into delusionally thinking like, "Mm, no, but everybody wants to be like me. Like, despite what I got going on, despite this little bump in the road, I'm the blueprint. I'm the material and everybody else needs to get the fuck into it. And I got that from that whole lucky girl syndrome that kind of went viral. Uh, I'm not on TikTok, but and I don't give a fuck. I'm not getting on TikTok. But a lot of podcasts that I listen to, especially like when um, 2023 first started, it was all about lucky girl syndrome. And like it was just these mantras that you would say to yourself which would kind of go into positive self-talk and it tricks you into really believing it. So then the stuff that like the good things that start happening, you almost, it's like you're manifesting, but you're so, you get stuck on the whole, oh no, it was the lucky girl syndrome. And it's just like, no bitch, you just stopped self-sabotaging and the shit came through. Like you made it easier on yourself to enjoy the process and enjoy the experience instead of trying to self-sabotage and think negatively about everything that could go wrong. So it's like, no. And so I say do it on a healthy, like in a healthy way. I'm not saying be batshit crazy. Like, no, bitch, that's not that's not what I'm saying. And don't go tell your mama that's what I said. What I'm saying is, is sometimes we get so caught up in the negative that we forget that we're in the middle of something that we asked for previously. So why are we not focusing on that? Why are we so caught up on the imposter syndrome that we not enjoying what the fuck we got going on right in front of our face. Like I literally told my, my, I was talking to my brother earlier and I literally was telling him how that when I first moved out here, like getting settled was very hard and it still is like, I'm still getting settled. I'm still getting adjusted. I'm much more adjusted than I was six months ago, but needless to say, like moving to a new city, moving to a major city, uh, in a large state is hard on its own but I literally put this on my vision board at the beginning of last year yes in 2021 I was dead set on moving I was dead set on getting a new car the whole nine but when I tell y'all there are only maybe two or three things that I put on my vision board last year that I had to put on this year because they didn't come to fruition but then it's like Bitch, look at every other thing that went right. You said you were going to move. You said you were going to get the job. You said you were going to graduate. You said you were going to get the car. And it all happened within like three months. So it's like, why focus on the bad? Like, yeah, there's always going to be struggle. Always. But I feel like it makes you appreciate what's on the other side. And I'm starting to realize that like sitting in my apartment, it's like I might not be furnishing it at the the pace that I wanted to, but it's getting furnished for the most part. It is now I'm just looking at decorations and it's just like, I'm so focused on getting that next piece of furniture or that next piece of decor. And it's like, wait, look what you have. Look where you're at. It's been six months and look at what you've created, the environment that you've created for yourself, the things that you've done in six months of moving on your own. You know what I mean? And so That's where that positive self-talk, that delusional thinking, that lucky girl syndrome, that's where that comes in to play. And 
it's another one of my insecurities that I had to work on. And that's why I say at the beginning of this episode, I had to acknowledge my insecurities on every level in every aspect of my life and work on one at a time. Sis, Rome won't built in a day. Life is a marathon, not a sprint. All the little cliche sayings, that is very true. And I'm learning that. And as an as a you know, a twenty-four year old woman in a major city who is in the I'm not gonna say the peak of my career, but I'm in my career field. It's like, girl, we're here. Now pick it apart and work on one thing at a time. You don't have to you don't have to look at it as a whole, break it down. And I think it is so funny because as a social worker, that is one thing that we're taught to do. Like we're taught to teach our clients, taught to teach our patients baby steps, one step at a time. Don't look at it as a whole. Look at it, look at each part to the whole. And as you put that puzzle together, you kind of start to see the bigger picture. And that is so fucking true. It is so fucking true. I'm learning that every single day. When I start to negatively think, I promise y'all, it's normal. It's, if you didn't have a negative thought, I bless your heart, but you're fucking weird. And so when I start to have those negative thoughts, it's like, okay, well, let's wait. Why are we having this negative thought? What triggered this negative thought? And now what positive regard can we give to that negative thought? Because nine times out of 10, half the shit that I'm thinking is uncontrollable. Your thoughts are uncontrollable, but you can control what you can control. So you may not be able to tr- control the things that on the outside like that are outwardly happening to you, but you can 1000% control how you react, how you approach it, how you break it down. And that has helped me so, so much in my confidence because I'm starting to realize that the aspects of my life that I completely hated, that I didn't even want to talk about maybe a year ago, now I'm so confident and it's like, you can't make me feel any less about myself like you just cannot it might be something that I'm already insecure about but I'm never gonna let you see me sweat and I'm never gonna give a fuck about your opinion more than how I feel about myself and so if that's the one thing that I can say about regaining my confidence and really like owning who the fuck I am it's do it one at a time one day at a time one step at a time because if you try to tackle it as a whole you're gonna drive yourself fucking insane and it's probably gonna do more harm than good so if anything I'm pretty sure I said it earlier fake it till you make it people don't know what you don't know and and people don't know what your insecurities are unless you let them be known, unless you're vulnerable enough to let them know that. Now, are there people in my circle that know my insecurities? 1000%, 100%, because sometimes they're my sounding board. Like sometimes that's the therapy that I need. But for a stranger to come up to me, you could never make me insecure about myself, ever. For me to go on the internet, could never make me insecure about myself. If anything, I'm like, damn, like that bitch is kidding it. Or like, damn, he's really doing the damn thing. Like, let me, you know, step my game up. If anything, I use it as motivation because it's like, it's not unachievable. I just might not be putting the work in to achieve it. But I know based on experience that when I really like lock the fuck in, I can do whatever the fuck I put my mind to. It might not happen on time, on my time. It might not happen on my time, but it always happens on God's time. And I've, I've started to really realize that when shit don't go my way and how I planned it, it's like, okay, either it's not for me or this is not my time to experience that. And that's okay. 
I'm experiencing life as I'm supposed to. I'm experiencing what I'm supposed to experience when I'm supposed to experience it. And that gives me so much confidence in not only myself, but the man above. Because like I just, there are so many things that I've had to work on with myself. And every day that it does not bother me, it, it makes me feel that much better. Not only about myself, but my ability to let the shit go. Like, it's just some shit you cannot control. And that is okay. Fake it till you make it. Delu- use delusional thinking. Use positive self-talk. Like, do all of the things that pour into you. Because I promise you, the more confidence you feel in yourself, the more confidence you put out into the world and people pick up on that shit just just as much as people pick up on your insecurities they pick up on your confidence as well and that is one of the biggest compliments that I love getting but because it's like there are some days I am not confident in myself at all but the fact that that's the energy that I give off it's like damn bitch you don't really got good at just faking it and that's not saying that you faking it isn't I'm not meaning like not to deal with it but don't let people see you sweat You might break down in private, but baby, you better hold it the fuck together in public. Because if it's one thing I have learned, people will feed off of your insecurities and make you feel worse about yourself. And it might not even be that bad. People, I feel like the outside world always makes shit worse. So I have like, I I seen it on Instagram. It was like, take your L's in private, but pop out with your dubs in public. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's why I've become such a private person, because I want to take every life experience, every L that is supposed to happen in private. Like, let me take it on the chin, but pop out in public like nothing happened, because at the end of the day, we all have our own story. And honestly, I don't really too much think people give a fuck about it. People just like to pick apart what you got going. Don't let them do not let them. And so if there's One thing that you take away from me today and this week is that in order to regain your confidence, you have to work on yourself one day at a time, one step at a time, one puzzle piece at a time. And if you can't, fake it. Because who the fuck cares? Nobody can tell you that you're doing something wrong in your life. Fake it till you fucking make it. And on that note, this one was a little short. I really thought this um episode was going to be extremely long, but I love y'all. I can't wait to come back and tell y'all how my New Orleans trip went. Y'all pray for me because I'm sure it's going to be a very stressful few next days. Like I have to go get my suitcase for my best friend this afternoon slash well, it's evening now. It's 538 when I'm recording this. Um, Tomorrow I got to go get my nails done. I need to fold some clothes. I need to start packing because I've laid everything out. I just need to put it somewhere. Tuesday I need to get ready because my line sisters are coming down Wednesday so I need to get you know my truck and stuff together because I'm driving um, there on Wednesday and then Wednesday um, I'm just going to be putting together finishing touches packing the car I need to take a nap before I go because we're leaving at 10 p.m. on top of I've got to round at work and see all of my patients before I leave because I'll be gone for three days and Lord knows the clinic just couldn't thrive without me there so I love y'all. I thank you so much for tuning in. And to anyone new that might be here, welcome. I love you. Thanks for tuning in with me. Um, I've rambled now for almost 40 fucking minutes. So I'm going to go. 
But I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. And I will talk to y'all next Monday. Thank you for listening to this episode of Pretty Girl Vibes. I post weekly episodes every Sunday. And if there is a specific topic you would like me to run my mouth about, let me know in the comments or over on my social media. Don't forget to subscribe to my channel and tell everyone you know about the vibes we enjoy over this way. My channel will always be linked in the show notes and make sure you are following the podcast Instagram at Pretty Girl Vibes underscore podcast, as well as my personal Instagram at A Alley underscore, which are also linked in the show notes. Love you and see you next week. Yeah.